Logan and Rebel use an embarrassing amount of F-bombs. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to another episode of the Look to Glass Podcast. I'm your host, Logan Pyatt. I'm Rebel. Where was your new weekly bopper duper catchphrase? I don't think they were catching on. No Did pun intended. Two, two of them? Three. I don't think anybody liked them. I don't think so. You just didn't do one. I think I'm just going to go back to the drawing board and try to figure something out, like an actual good one. Instead of just random noises like you're seizing up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that's cool i just yeah i just wasn't catching on you know walter walter cronkite had one i kind of put myself in his category anymore we've been doing this long enough what was his interviewers huh walter cronkite yeah uh wasn't he the that's the way the cookie crumbles maybe i thought so could be maybe he wasn't i'm certainly not saying he wasn't i have no idea that's why i asked the question i like to learn things who do you think has the best catchphrase i'm trying to think of anybody in real life that has one you mean like Kelsey's, you got to fight for the right to party? Is that his catchphrase? Uh, no, that's the Beastie Boys. It's ridiculous. Like well, They it, made a song about it, but I don't remember them saying it a lot out in the boot. Well, how many times you see him out in a boot? Well, we've lost at least one member I know, RIP. Well, Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, is that his catchphrase? <laughs> yeah, I would say so, right? Oh. Oh. Hey. Or however, whatever he did. Or like a mafioso, forget about it? Yeah, see? You think that's their catchphrase? I think that's probably one of their catchphrases. I imagine somebody said it first, and then somebody lashed onto it. Well, you asked whose catchphrase do I like the most. Can you give an example of someone that has one? Because apparently all mine are falling way short. I said Andrew Dice Clay. Ooh. Ooh. When's the last time he was relevant? Uh, He's still out and doing things. The movie Fairlane in 1993. I've never seen the. I've never even heard of the movie Fairlane. I, I didn't know he was in the movie. Called. Oh, it was a great movie. Was it actually? Yes. Wonderful. It was at the peak of his fame, you know, when he came right. out with his stand-up and everyone couldn't get enough Andrew Dice Clay, and then he made a movie. Didn't he sell out Madison Square Garden like three nights in a row? I have no idea, but could have. So popular. I'm pretty sure. He just cussed a lot. I watched some of his... nursery rhymes. Yeah, I was going to say, I watched some of his stand-up from Madison Square Garden, and it was just him doing nursery rhymes. Dirty style. Yeah. I, I can't believe that was like part of his... Oh! That was part of his shtick. He's walked out, he's like, hickory dickory dock, and you can imagine where it goes from there. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of that. There was no mouse. And usually, <laughs> well, I think there was a mouse, but it was it's a, in a different form. But it was the like the entire audience just doing his bits though because he got so well known. Ooh, ooh, that's the catchphrase. You're, do you have one? Well, have I thought of anybody else who has a catchphrase? 
So when you asked the question, that's who you were thinking of was Andrew Dice Clay? <laughs> no, no, that was off the cuff. Okay. The so when you asked the question, of. who's catchphrase, who do you think has the best catchphrase? Could be Bruce Pyatt. I mean, do you smell what the rock is cooking? Yeah, that would be one. I know. That's why I said it. Woo! Yeah. From Flair. So it's mostly wrestlers, you're thinking? They are certainly some of the most exposed people that have famous catchphrases because they do it every time. It's built into their, their character. You know, their, Chris, their character is that catchphrase is included in it. Makes sense. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's Macho Man, baby. Brother. Well, that's not even a catchphrase, though. Hulkamaniacs. What would it, what would Hulk Hogan's catchphrase be? What would Crispin Walls be? <clears throat> He's gone. Man. Not funny. He he was a piece of crap. You think? I think we he can murdered his family. I think we can all agree he was a piece of crap. Now there's a lot of controversy surrounding that. Oh man! Like he was murdered. He had a bunch of weird phone calls from a friend at like three in the morning and. Probably because he was doing a bunch of weird stuff and people were checking on him. Well, that very well could be, too. I mean, the dude, near as I can tell, the dude just lost it, unfortunately, for the rest of his family. It was terrible. He was, like, feeding it. He had a, a son who had Down syndrome, and he was, like, putting PEDs in his cereal and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, thinking it would fix him. He was a crazy person. I, I mean, I think it turned out he was very crazy. Well, I probably had CTE. That is a concern. I mean, even though it's uh, scripted for the most part and you know the outcome, those boys are beating themselves up out there. They're yeah. getting their bells rung. They absolutely do get hurt. They're jumping off. Some of them are jumping off of 20-foot tall scaffolds. Well, accidents happen. I watched, uh, well, anytime a wrestling clip comes up on TikTok, I get sucked down a rabbit hole because 90s wrestling was maybe the greatest thing to ever happen in the 90s. Mm -hmm. Can you argue that? It was pretty good in the 90s. Late 80s, early 90s. One of the Hardy Boys, you're seeing the one where he showed up. First of all, he's like 30 minutes late and he's supposed to wrestle Sting. And he showed up so drunk and got in the ring that uh, Eric Bischoff had to physically go out there and cancel it. And he just made him lay down and Sting pin him because he couldn't function. Hmm, it's wild, man. You'll have to look it up. It's sad. He said he really turned his life around after that. Can I get a hell? Yeah. Is that a catchphrase? Yeah. Okay. What? We're just going to do wrestlers catchphrases the oh, whole man, time? I'm trying to think of other people. <laughs> I mean, most people who are taken serious in life don't have catchphrases, right? <laughs> it would be more professional athlete types that have a lot of camera exposure. I don't have any friends that I would consider they have a catchphrase. Like every time we're departing, I know they're going to say x right catch you on the flip side but he says it every time i yeah i probably don't either because you're gonna stop hanging out with that person naturally you don't like people with catchphrases mm, i mean it's gotta be pretty catchy you now if i had someone always said they were the actual rock and they came up with do you smell what the rock is cooking paul harvey you can't see me cena paul harvey God made a farmer. That's the rest of the story. Is what I was getting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bud. How you been? How you doing? Ah, doing good. good. Little, uh, a little different outside today. We're on a Monday. 
morning here trying to get this whipped out for you. Yesterday it was what mid to upper 60s it was so nice like 68 yesterday it was breezy as shit but it was that's just northwest missouri baby it gets breezy warmest weather we've had in months it was and sunny i think everybody was out enjoying the day yesterday rockport today it's 33 when i pulled up which is normal and then 30 mile an hour winds Rockport was wild yesterday. I mean, there was people everywhere. Oh, I imagine. I'm telling you, sun and warm weather. People are ready to get out of the house again. The ones that have been in. No. We flew kites. That's what you said. Kids and I and the old lady, we had three kites going at once. All three kids had a kite. We had to obviously help the three-year-old a little more. But one one point, my daughter's was in a tree. My oldest son's was on the roof of the house. (laughs) And my youngest boy, he was his hit the ground, and he's running into the string. I'm like, "What are we doing here? <laughs> Family fun time." Yeah, you said you flew kites. And I was like, "Oh, nice." We took Stella for a walk, and you go, "That's gay." You're, oh, I don't think I would have said that. You're, you're just moseying around the neighborhood, and we're out flying kites. And it sounded like you did a really good job of it. Well, yeah, and then I realized I found something out new about you. You said kites stress you out; they give you anxiety like i got clinical a pro- anxiety i've got a problem with them what is your problem with kites i mean it is so fun we had such a good wind on top of that hill we were at the max out of our string all three of us or all three of the kids and i mean we were up there worried if the jets were going to get in them they were flying by because we were so high with our kites you weren't nervous nervous yeah i mean that just thinking about that makes me nervous the only time i got nervous is when the one pulled out of my daughter's hand and it was flying across the property. That's when it got hung up in the tree and I was able to get it back out. That's really rare that you're able to get it back out. You can't let go of the string holder. I think I'm just, I'm so afraid of heights. There's something about looking up at a kite and thinking that I'm going to get, it's going to pull me off the ground. I don't like it. I've got an uneasy feeling in my stomach right now. Just thinking about it. Well, while they can gather a decent amount of tension on the string, the string is like the size of a human hair. So I don't think it's going to pick you up. But you don't know that. I'm pretty sure I've seen the strings break. I mean, it's probably strong enough to pull Ray off the ground, isn't it? Uh, He was flying a kite. Oh, man. And it was a good wind. Good wind. That makes me uncomfortable. Probably almost too windy for kites, but it... I mean, they were really flying. I can't remember the last time I even thought about kites. I think I put them out of my mind so well, then you had to bring it back up. Oh, you brought your redhead in. That looks nice. Yeah, it does. Tom Modine. Uh, but yeah, do you guys do fly kites quite often? Quite often? No, but several times a year if the wind's right and we're all together and don't have something scheduled, which seems like we always do. We didn't have – we went to St. Joe yesterday morning – did some shopping stuff, came back. The boy napped on the way home, so he wasn't going to lay down to the youngest boy. So we immediately got kites and went back out to the yard. I just don't even know anybody who has a kite. You have three. We had more than three. We had three going. Or Are they any cool designs, like a pecker? No peckers. Uh, Ray was a dinosaur. It's just kites we have on hand from when they were younger. Um, Reese's was the hell was it drawing a blank my little pony or something and then Ryder had a spongebob one how long is it 
I mean, how long can fun be sustained when you're flying a kite? Uh, depends how long they can keep it in the air. If they keep crashing at the ground and strings, of course, are twisting, and if they're all over, I mean, I'm yelling at people to spread out and so we don't cross <laughs> streams. And there's stressful times in a good kite rally. Um, but for the most part, it was very enjoyable. Now, when he was stuck in the gutter on the roof, she was stuck in a tree and Ray's wrapped up in the string. Times like that, you're like, all right, this may not be worth it. But then everybody's flying again as soon as I get them all freed up. Well, that's good. Yeah, baby. It was well, a good time. I'm glad you had fun. Well, yeah. That's what love, it's all about. We love kites. I'm going to get a little bump yeah, in this. Yeah, get you some anhydrous. Oh! Oh, yeah. Oh! Oh, buddy. Smell insults, man. Yeah. They will get you right back to where you need to be. You want some? No, I feel like I'm where I need to be. Are you really? You're dressed like a cholo. I have a Wrangler button-up fleece top on. I know, but there's just something about when you wear that stuff. I think it's the two pockets on the front. It always just makes me think. Think what? Like, I don't know, very East L.A. He, a Wrangler fleece? It's cold outside. Hey. That's East L.A.? <laughs> hey. It's me, Rebel. Yeah. Oh, Mexican. Yes. So I said cholo. Right. Is that a slang? I don't know. Chandler, look that up. Thanks, bud. All right, do you want to give him some music so we can get over to the other side? Yeah, we better do it. Or you can go fly a kite. doesn't matter to me. I cannot believe kites scare you. They didn't say they scared me. I said they give me anxiety. Well, you also said you were scared of kites. Nervous. Hmm. All right, give him your song. I'll be right back. Uh, this week, coming off the... Well, I should say, this week on Red Dirt Recommendations... Thank you for that lovely tune. That funky music will drive us till the dawn. Let's go, let's boogaloo till we puke. Coming off the Patreon wire, we had two guys within a day of each other, maybe even the same day, send in the same song by the same artist. So that's how you know it's really good. That's how you know something's something's bumping out in the music sphere. Hot lick. Yeah. Hot lick. Wasn't that your old nickname in high school? That was, yeah, it was my catchphrase. Hot lick! <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Honey, why don't why do you lose all your friends? I don't know, Mom. They just don't seem to get me. I'm gonna go to my room. Hot lick! <laughs> Did you really? Did you really? Uh so anyway, Tom Hardigan and Lucas Keel. You guys are sharing an RDR today because you both sent it in almost simultaneously. It was almost a simultaneous release. They want Town Rat Heathen by Hunter Root. Getting drunk by the figure eight. Figure one more beer ought to set me straight. Young and carefree as a boy could be. Whiskey smokes and LSD. Railroad tracks run along the creek. Walk them up and down in the summer heat. Same old boy changing like the seasons. Country kid turn it to a Town Rat Heathen. Good song. What say rat rat what? Rat heathen? Town Rat Heathen by Hunter Root. Oh, that's the one you played before. Boy got a root on him. Boy got a root. Boy got a root on him. Well, this week for my red dirt recommendation, I'm gonna use one that's sent in by Yawk. Have not listened to it yet, so we are flying blind. But this is uh has a cool title. 
Oh, he sent it to me too. It's Will Carlisle, Tulsa's last magician. And he learned ragtime piano, though his teacher thought him slow. Got a black belt in karate from a pawn shop that he owned. And he practiced all his worst mistakes in a dirty bathroom mirror. And when his mother drank, he learned to disappear. And his classmates thought him funny, good at sleight of hand. He had this grand finale they refused to understand. It's hard to tell the whole truth of a family sawed in half. And that's why Tulsa's last magician left his home so bad. I haven't been able to check it out either. If you've never been to Tulsa, don't go. Their magicians are all fake. Their magicians live under a bridge next to a very dirty, dilapidated burger place. They're all blackjack dealers <laughs> and they'll break you. Remember how gross that place was? Which one? The Tol- burger joint we went to in Tulsa. So disgusting. It was an open sewer. Right next, right by the pop machine. Like every <laughs> time, I'm pretty sure every time someone flushed a turd in the toilet, you could hear it go by <laughs> the pop machine. It's just open-topped water that's always running in this hole. And that's when COVID was going on and the, the, poor, little, heroin. the, the poor little girl taking her order. She goes, sorry, I've just been so sick lately. And we're like, oh, good. She didn't have COVID, dude. She was wrapped in a blanket. She was on withdrawal. You think she was... Coming down? We had a homeless person sleeping outside the door. Almost. I mean, half block away. Mm-hmm. I tried to give him a bag of fries. You guys yelled at me. Well, you never... I mean, that looked a little shady. That particular setup. You guys hate the homeless. Not true. Um, also coming off... Oh, thanks, Tom and Lucas. Great song, guys. Also coming off the Patreon wire to wrap up Red Dirt Recommendations. Tyler Ross sending a slow jam. Slow, slow jam. Paper Ships by Casper Allen. And it's so long, old friend. Wish I could have been the one to straighten out your bend. And it's no use, man, it's old news. Bitter tears to mark the years between us and the end. It's a good song. I mean, that's one if you're just... That's the one you played that says, well, I could enjoy bourbon to this. Yeah, if you're just wanting to unwind and not want a lot... If I would go to enjoy, going on, if I go enjoy bourbon to be ditto, it's just a mix of some kind of slow guitar and spoken word. Depression, right down your alley, huh, bud? Good job, Tyler. <laughs> and that wraps up this. You want to send us out? Yes. Thank you, freeloaders. But more importantly, thank you to our Patreons, who we are going to uh, do our best to entertain on the other side. If you guys haven't yet, which it looks like more and more of you have started to, this thing's really catching on. Thank them, Reb. We've been getting more subscribers. I just want to thank the ones that have been with us. The OGs. The OGs. Well, you guys keep telling your friends, you know how to do it. Go download the Patreon app, search Looking Glass Podcast. That is us. You just pick a tier. 
And then you give us money and we give you entertainment. We entertain you with our mouths and throats. What? Because the bourbon? No, because we're talking. Oh. Oh. Well, it sounded real dirty, though, huh? Yeah. 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 All right. See you guys. Hot licks. Serves a hundred ships a day. Lonely sailors pass the time away and talk about their homes. And there's a girl in this harbor town, and she works laying whiskey down. They say brandy, fetch another round. She serves them whiskey and wine. The sailors say brandy. You're a fine girl What a good wife you would be Such a fine girl Yeah, your eyes could steal a sailor from the sea Brandy wears a braided chain Made of finest silver from the north of Spain A locket that bears the name of a man that Brandy On a summer's day Bringing gifts From far away But it made it clear It couldn't stay No horror was his home The sailor said Brandy, you're a fine girl What a good wife You would be But my life My love of my lady Is the same silent town and loves a man who's not around she still can hear him say she hears him say brandy you're a fine girl